0: back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com. We're back. We're back on On the Block with Stricken Bach. I'm East and that is Bach. Jake Bachoven, my man, 50 grand. We're going to talk some NBA right about now. We have a beautiful thing that I must say with regards to the NBA is the, the wonderful return as if he's never left Clay Thompson returns to the Golden State Warriors uh, in magnanimous fashion. He did all the things it is like, he's never left the court. I mean, you found, he found himself running up and down the court, yelling at the refs, shooting threes as he normally does, talking trash to the fans. And he left uh, as he left, he dunked and he, you know, did what he did 941 days ago. And then he also had a bang, but he came out unscathed on this particular instance. We're glad to see Klay Thompson back with the Golden State Warriors. We have some questions about that. He ended up having, uh well, he returned, um, he returned against the Cleveland Cavaliers there at home. So we got a chance to watch him score 17 points in 20 minutes in his first game since the 2019 NBA Finals. He was three for eight from the arc. And so some of the questions that we may have with regards to that, they didn't have Draymond Green last night. I mean, was it last night? Yeah. Was it last night? I think it was. I mean, as time goes by so freaking yeah, fast so. for me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. sh- I mean, I, I, I don't know again. which day is what. I'm, I mean, I know it's Monday, but them freaking NFL games just threw me for the major loop yesterday. <laughs> I was just excited. I barely could sleep. I think I woke up dreaming like, oh, you know, who who scored? It's kind of crazy. But um, some of your thoughts um, with regards to the return of Klay Thompson, I mean, what do you think the impact will be with him returning? Because they played so long without him now. They've missed, you know, some playoff opportunities. They've found some chemistry and some young players that they've had. What do you think the impact's going to be with Klay Thompson returning to the lineup?
1: I think it's huge. I, I've been waiting, and, and I don't know if we'll ever get this, but I always wanted to see Clay Thompson with his own team because he can be the number one guy. I mean, he could certainly be the number one guy uh, for most of the 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 teams around the league. But of course, he makes part of the Splash Brothers. He he's probably the best uh, shooting backcourt of all time, and 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 of course, probably number two in that in that rank. Probably right with Steph Curry there. Um, but it is amazing to see him back. I can't believe. It's been since the finals in 2019. I mean, that's that's pre-pandemic. I mean, we've been through a lot since we've last seen – Clay Thompson on the court and I was hoping, you know, with, with shooters, sometimes you, you hope that they're, they're game age as well or coming off an injury that they're able um, to, to, you know, kind of come and return to the, the same sort of fashion. And, and that's what it looked like, you know, obviously playing limited minutes. So it wasn't a, a full go for him, um, but he, he shot 18 <laughs> shots. I mean, that's what you expect out of Clay Thompson when he gets back and, they're one of the best teams in the league without him. Thirty and nine uh, at or, or overall. Uh, after that game, you mentioned Draymond didn't even play. Andrew Wiggins finally looking like a good piece of the, of the puzzle for the Warriors. Um, they might be the, again once once again with Thompson back, and once he gets in the fold, the best team in the league and the team to beat. And it's kind of interesting because over the years, I I kind of had Warriors fatigue myself, especially when KD went there and it was somewhat of a foregone conclusion that they were going to win the title um, outside of injuries stepping in, which ended up happening. Of course, KD and, and Clay Thompson got hurt in that series against Toronto, and Kawhi led the led the, the Raptors to the championship there. But um, it's, it's beautiful to see. He's just one of my favorite players. Um, a great shooter, you know, is, is always ready to shoot. We talk about being prepared when the ball comes your way. Um, just lethal in... I, I just hope that he plays long enough that he gets that credit. You know, sometimes he, like playing next to a star, maybe Scottie Pippen got this a little bit, um, you know, is, is never kind of viewed on his own in his prime. And I think that maybe Thompson is not going to be viewed on his own in his prime and you're just going to kind of throw him in there as the Scottie Pippen of that Warriors franchise. But, um, I, I mean, he's, he's really good. I just always wanted to see what he could do by himself. I don't think we'll see that, but I wanted to see him at least return to what he was pre-injury.
0: Yeah, so you know, I I think this particular team, um, the success that they've had this year, they've kind of had some ups and downs as of late, but for the most part, they've got off to a wonderful start. Um, They made some noise in the playoffs last year. They kind of brought some scares uh, to to um, you know some teams that 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 were in that that playoff system. But I think they found some diamonds, some diamonds in the rough. I mean, they've got some great veteran leadership, obviously out of Stephen Curry, Draymond Green has been playing well. And so they've got some great leadership, but they've also found some diamonds in the rough, i.e. Gary Payton II. You know, some, you know, guys like that, that probably if Klay Thompson was around initially, they wouldn't have been able to find the uniqueness of what he brings to the table. He brings a hardness similar to what Draymond brings so that it's not just the scoring effort now because, you know, Steph is very, um, you know, he's a liability sometimes on the defensive end. Clay plays great defense. So when you add that component of his defensive elements as well, you know, and, and Gary Payton, his Hawk defending efforts and, and just their hustle and their grind, you know, guys like Kevon Looney, who who's just able to just provide some off the bench sparks and stuff for them. They found something in Otto Porter, I think, uh, um, acquiring him as well. Didn't know what to expect when when they acquired him, but I think they found something that gives them a little something night in and night out, but also the, the emergence of Jordan Poole. I think that that probably may not have happened if you would have had a uh, clay thompson so i think i think it's going to be impactful i also think you know not having the likes of kevin durant uh in there as well now you know provides uh clay the need to be able to step back into that secondary role and uh be able to do what he does and, and allow those role players to uh, fill in the gaps and i think they're still a dangerous team in the west i, I think they're going to have success and we'll, we'll we'll see what the outcome will be it's still early you know. you know we'll see what what happens? are they going to make any moves? They've got some pieces if they wanted to do some upgrading, but then they still haven't had Wiseman men in full, full range. So um, I think if he, he can get back, I think that can be very dangerous because, you know, I think Andrew Wiggins has been doing a good job of filling that, that extra road in his absence.
1: Well, yeah, and I, I think sometimes we get lost in, in of course, with the the greatest teams. You want to talk about the greatest athletes and and the ones that really make the franchise roll, right? But I think that those early those early Warriors teams with kind of like the um, you know, the Sean Livingston's and um, you know yeah. some of those names that they ha- they had in there um, before KD came along, they kind of had the depth just to just to keep running running you off, and and it was tough. I mean, they just they had you know ten guys. Um, that you really couldn't get a break. They all kind of had their own, um, you know, their their, their own uh, uh, you know, um, strengths that, that were tough coming off the bench. And I think that this Warriors team is getting closer to that. As you mentioned, some of the depth if Wiseman comes back, Pool especially now moving to the bench, um, that will be huge for him. And like I said, Andrew Wiggins kind of coming along, Otto Porter, you know, he's been there. Um, so that this reminds me more of one of those teams as far as just the depth that they have, and they are on top of the NBA Standings as far as the West goes, like I said, thirty and nine. Um, that's good for for tied atop the standings with the Suns. Um, the West is just kind of interesting. I mean, you have the Jazz, the Grizzlies, kind of the surprise team, and then from there, kind of the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Warriors, Lakers. Are, you know, there's a lot of, but it's just it's going to be tough. You know, it's a, <laughs> the West is going to be tough to get through. I I gotta say the Warriors are the best. I mean, they look the best right now. They're the best record. I'm, I'm loving. I don't care what
0: anybody says, bro. I'm loving John Morant. You you said some. Whoa. Oh yeah. That kid right there. That two handed, you know, pin against the, the top of the backboard. Like, whew, yeah, the stuff he's doing he right hit now. Hit his elbow. You, whew, my goodness. Yeah. And then yeah. and then just took it and ran back down like, like a scat cat. You know, it's just he's got just his his <laughs> athleticism and abilities. I mean, if he continues to stroke that thing with that type of consistency, he's, you know, and that's one of the things we did talk about um, is who's next up? Like, what is that next group who's going to, like we talked about in that segment a while, a little you know, about three shows ago, how long can Steph Curry and the likes of them the LeBron James, how long can they go and hold it up? How long can KD go? You know, they're, they're coming down into their golden years. And so who is that next group? And I think John Morant definitely fits into that 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 conversation as one of the next guys to look to you know you're you're trying to figure out if it's going to be you know um if it's going to be um zion williamson or or who's it going to be you know so it's it's going to be interesting to see in these next few years no doubt
1: yeah from that young group he's he's definitely the leader of course we're still kind of waiting for the post lebron era lebron's still here and still hanging around and it's going to have something to say when when the pro- and playing well around yeah. but uh,
0: <laughs> And playing well with Bach. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's looking like he's defying age right now.
1: Yeah, and he's been starting at center, and the the Lakers are in, are all of a sudden doing really good with him starting at center. So LeBron continues to amaze you as his career goes on. Jarrod Morant will continue to amaze you with some of those plays. Um, I want to wrap it up real here, real quick with just some news and notes again um, for across Huskerland today. Nebraska hired Bill Bush uh, to special teams coordinator was announced today. Mike Dawson, uh, the former special teams coordinator slash linebackers coach, outside linebackers coach, is now going to be the interior defensive line coach and coach edge rushers. So a little bit of a shakeup there on the defensive staff for Mike Dawson, but uh, I think what was wanted from a lot of people, Bill Bush, um, or in any case anybody, to be the special teams coordinator, just that designation uh, as, as, you know, split apart from, you know, some other duties. Although he will, he's will, he got experience in the, in the secondary and, and such that he can also add um, – Outside of that, Caleb Tanner announced that he's going to return for his fifth year. So good news for Mike Dawson and that edge rusher's department. Um, uh, Another news and notes, Scott Frost, if you missed it, it, tested positive yesterday um, for COVID. It was announced, so he will work from home um, um, going forward this week. And then Zach Wiegert, long-deserved 2022 College Football Hall of Famer, was announced today for Former Outland winner, all American, uh was on campus back when you were there, I think, Strick and, Well deserved, uh, man, love was...
0: Zachy. Yeah. That that yeah. that lineman crew was phenomenal. <laughs> oh,
1: that was the Zach <laughs> Zadiska.
0: Yeah, man. Taylor, all them cats, man. Whew. Yeah. We need to get back yeah, that I... kind of interior lineman.
1: Oh, I know. That that's uh that would certainly make a difference. Um, but uh, you know, it's kind of interesting too because I think that they can only have one guy. From each school, like every other year, you don't want to, you can't have back-to-back years where you have a Hall of Famer. And Zach Wiegert's just kind of been sitting there as an obvious addition for years, and uh, and they just, you know, whatever rules or whatever Tommy Frazier, whoever would be selected ahead of him, and then it was just be like, all right, well, down the line for him, it can't be this year. So finally, seeing Zach Wiegert get into the College Fo- Football Hall of Fame, very well deserved. That's the Husker news and notes from today. Um, and that will just about wrap it up for On the Block with Strick and Bach. Uh We did have Samaki Walker, former longtime NBA vet, NBA champion with the Lakers, join us earlier. So head to theticketfm.com if you missed that to check that out. Lots of stuff going on On the Block today. Uh, and that will wrap it up. But uh, stick around because there's plenty more Ticket Weeknights with Cole Griffith uh, coming up next. Uh, but we'll sign off for On the Block.